this podcast provides our listeners with an opportunity to learn more about the Mount, our alumni, and how we live significantly. We're very excited for what is coming up next to live significantly and can't wait to offer you an inside look into the Mount. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce President Tim Trainer. Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. I am very pleased to serve as the president of Mount St. Mary's. And on this episode, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome Katie Bollinger, class of 2010, to the Live Significantly podcast. Katie is the manager of marketing and fan development at the Baltimore Ravens. Katie, I'd like to start with what made you want to attend Mount St. Mary's and earn your degree in communications? Uh, That's a great question. Um, Mount St. Mary's is a very special place. Um, I think a lot of my college decision was focused around uh, playing lacrosse. So I remember visiting the Mount and I absolutely fell in love with the campus. Um, I grew up in Carroll County. I'm from Westminster. Um, So knowing that the Mount was a short distance uh, that I'd be able to visit family, I would be able to have family and friends come and watch me play uh, was really important. But really it was just the culture, the people at the Mount, um, knowing that I would get a great education. I had always wanted to major in communications. Um, that was just the degree that I, I felt fit what I wanted to do best. Um, and at the time, it was actually broadcast journalism. And we can kind of talk about how it transitioned into more of uh, sports marketing. But I knew having that foundation in communications was going to carry me no matter what I wanted to do in life. Um, but the amount just was a natural fit. Um, I knew getting a degree there would be important to my future employers, and it was somewhere I knew I would be happy and fit in. Uh, it's it's uh, very interesting, Katie. I know both my uh, wife and my daughter played college lacrosse, and with my da- daughter, uh, where she could play lacrosse was a key part of what she was looking at. So it's uh, that's that's kind of neat. Um, you know, Katie, you were also very involved at the Mount as a member, as we said, of the women's lacrosse team. You're an Honor Society student. Uh, you're a part of the Mount, Mountain Echo newspaper, a WMBT radio host, and you were also a peer mentor. What made you be so involved and how did you do it all? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I'm not sure how I managed everything. I think I'm, I've am i always been an athlete, a student athlete, had, um, you know, would give back to my community in certain ways. So I think I'm just kind of used to always multitasking. And if I'm not multitasking, I probably find myself very bored. Um, so I just knew another reason coming to the Mount is that that was going to be an opportunity that I could participate in all of those things and still maintain um, my grades and participate in lacrosse, of course. But I knew like with the newspaper and hosting the radio show, um, I wrote in the sports um, column and then the radio show that I decided to host, actually, I would have um, different athletes, if it was the fall or winter or spring, um, come on and we would kind of do like a fun, like, would you rather? We would play some music that they would play to get like pumped up or kind of when they were getting ready for workouts or things like that. So it was still very sports involved, which is funny. Um, I think I was just trying to figure out where I would fit in best. And I could build my resume and I had these opportunities. And then you know, when 
post-graduation and I'm applying for jobs, I could talk to length on any of these things. And I just knew that made me a very valuable candidate. Um, but even working as a peer mentor, like that was really important to me because I wanted future classes to come in and for females, for example, to see like, oh, this is really cool. I met Katie. Um, she's a sophomore. She's on the women's lacrosse team. She's writing for the paper. She's, you know, um, hosting a show on the radio, doing all of these things and, and how much she enjoys it. And potentially that, you know, that person to be like, oh, well, I, you know, I could see myself in her shoes. Like I want to come to the Mount because I see how much she enjoys it and how much she's able to give back and get involved. Um, and how, you know, basically if, somebody can see me thriving and doing well and promoting it and talking about it that they would want to be in my shoes as well. So basically all of those ways to get involved is just to advocate for not only yourself, but the Mount. Um, and you're proud of the work that you're doing. Yeah, that's, that's tremendous, Katie. And, and I'm sure you recruited and you, you were part of the, a big part of the reason why many students ended up coming to the Mount and, you know, you being, uh, learning multitasking at such an, a young age, I'm sure has, uh, helped you in your career thus far. Um, uh, I understand that you had an internship with the Baltimore Ravens as a game, game day intern, and then a training camp intern. Can you please tell us about those experiences? Sure. So that was my first experience um, in an internship position. And that was the summer uh, transitioning from my junior to senior year at the Mount. And then the game day um, internship, I was able to stay on that season. So that was the fall of uh, my senior season at the Mount. And Really, I mean, that was where I definitely knew, okay, you're in the right place. Um, the summer internship was during training camp, and this was when the Ravens would host training camp at McDaniel College in Westminster. So not only was it very convenient, um, because our call time, I think a lot of days was between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. for about a month straight, so I could literally roll out of bed. Um, but we were in charge of setting up the fan zone um, and making sure our fans were signing up for some of the Ravens fan programs. Uh, we ran a Gatorade junior training camp for the kids. So if parents were dedicated to watch practice, they knew their kids were safe in our fan area and um, getting out some of that extra energy. Um, but basically with two practices a day and a thousands of fans coming out to camp. Um, it was just a way to engage with fans to connect them with the Ravens brand. And of course, I had no clue really what I was doing. I just was like, wow, this is fun. Um, had really great leaders and bosses that I had met through the Ravens and was asked to stay on for the season. And again, this was another opportunity that luckily I was able to balance with lacrosse and fall ball and then school, of course. Um, every game day, we worked our Ravens walk area, which is our area um, in between between uh, Camden Yards and M&T Bank Stadium, that walkway, where it's sponsor activations, food and beverage. Uh, the Ravens uh, fan development group um, and sponsors very heavily run this area. So we were responsible for setting this up. Um, so if, if it was a one o'clock game, for example, another very early morning, probably a 6 a.m. start where we would set up 
your tables and tents and chairs and make sure every sponsor was there on time, helping them with load in and load out and then breaking down the area at kickoff. Um, once that was all broken down, we came inside and we helped run the halftime show, uh, which at the time was like a quarterback challenge um, of the longest completed pass, I believe at the time. So again, just really being able to be immersed in the Ravens culture and the brand and sharing that with the fans, both on, game day and then during training camp which is probably one of the biggest touch points that they had for fans uh, that season wow what a what an experience uh thank you katie katie we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back how do you want to be remembered please consider including mount st mary's in your will or state plan remembering the mountain your plan is easy qualifies you for membership in our 1808 Society and will provide opportunities for future students to call the Mount their home. For more information, visit our website at msmary.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Katie, did you always want to pursue a career in the field of athletics? And uh, if so, how did you determine that is what you wanted to do? It's, it's funny. I, I think I did. Um, I know that I had always wanted to be in sports and athletics because I think that's something that just really came natural to me and probably some type of like a weird comfort zone or level, if, if you could say that. Um, I remember... I used to always love watching the news and was like such a fan of like 2020 and like documentaries. So I had always thought that I wanted to be in TV and broadcasting so that sports journalism, sports reporter was ideally what I wanted to do. Um, And then actually at the Mount, once I realized that, you know, it's not as simple as just getting a script or reading a teleprompter, all the work on the back end, the crazy hours. Um, I personally love to sleep. Um, so when I found out what my schedule would be like and that my call time would be, you know, 4 a.m. every morning, that was definitely something that was not super appealing to me anymore. So always, always athletics, always something in communications. Um, but luckily, it's kind of transitioned into where I am today. Well, that's wonderful. And yeah, the 4 a.m. thing is not 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 fun at all. Um, Katie, in an article by Carroll County Times, you talked about how surreal it was being part of the 2013 championship ring ceremony with the Ravens. And you even received your own ring. Can you please tell us more about that experience? Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like I could use this whole podcast to talk about that experience. And gosh, surreal is the perfect word. Um, That was actually my first season being a full-time employee with the team. Um, And now looking back on that, I'm in my 10th season. Um, It's just crazy that there are so many people that that work in professional sports and never accomplish that, never get to experience that. And um, it our team was so deserving that year was such a wild ride. Like we call it like, you know, you have your Jacoby Jones mile high miracle and, you know, art passing earlier that season, it was just so many ups and downs. And the path that we took was very unique. It was definitely the underdog type of season, but it was just a wild ride. And to be a part of that and to know, you know, to connect with the fans and share that with the fans. And then to have like, this is your everyday job and to see the excitement with the coaches and the players and your coworkers. It's just, 
it was one of those things that I wish everybody that works in professional sports got to experience. And I know it is rare. So I, I definitely am very appreciative and thankful for that opportunity. But yes, I have a Ravens uh, Super Bowl ring and it's pretty much identical to the players and coaches, which is really cool. Um, and that is not, you know, a standard thing for every NFL team. NFL teams are different. So was very fortunate that that was the path the Ravens took. The Ravens also um, chartered a flight for all of their employees and one guest to go down completely complimentary. So nothing out of my pocket, including Super Bowl tickets. I also had a chance to invite some of my family down and they were responsible for their travel, but hotel was taken care of and, you know, tickets for, for those guys were taken care of. And um, it really was just, I, I'm fortunate that I work for such a classy organization and that they really do value um, everyone in the building. And um, I know that that can be pretty rare sometimes. So yeah, the game in New Orleans was wild. It was so exciting to be down there and in a city that loves to party and they are great at partying. Um, and then, you know, coming home and hosting a Super Bowl parade and sharing that with the city of Baltimore, it was like you basically had goosebumps the entire time. The The city was so electric and every it was just to be a part of that something so big and so cool and know that like even though you weren't on the field you know everybody was like congratulations you're a super bowl, super bowl champion too um which it's it just like again like the the part of appreciation just really kind of hit you and um you, we got to go down to the white house too and and meet uh president barack obama at the time and and that was like you know i i, I catch myself sometimes like not even having words for that experience um and and then the week that we got our Super Bowl rings, they completely transformed our indoor practice facility into like a nightclub. Honestly, there was this huge bar in the middle and and a DJ up on the stand and a dance floor and tables for for dinner and drinks. And our rings were presented to us. And yeah, just going back to that, that moment of, of everything just being so real, so surreal and being very appreciative of everything from the Ravens organization and I, I guess the worst part was the next year I was like, oh, we don't get to do this again. <laughs> and now in my 10th season, I'm like, oh, I have so many new coworkers. Like I want them to experience it. But it it was really something very, very special. Wow. It, it really sounds like like it is. And, and, and it is wonderful when you work for an organization that takes care of everybody, everybody and realizes that everybody in the organization is key to the organization's success. And it sounds like the Ravens uh, uh, understand that and, and, and treat, treat you all as such. And I'd like to pursue that a little more. Um, what's it like working with such a large organization uh, such as the Ravens? And, and uh, can you tell us about, do you get to interact with the team, the, the coaches? And, uh, and then what's it like working with the fans? Sure. Um, our organization is Amazing. It's wonderful if you can't tell already. Um, but I do get to interact pretty often with the teams and coaches. Now, in this season with COVID, um, I've been home since March working remotely. Um, I do have access to our stadium. I have been working on game day. Um, so this year is different. This year, you're kind of more removed from the football side of things. Um, I am not one of the NFL tiered employees. Uh, so I have zero interaction with them this year. But in a normal year we do um, we all for the most part work at our practice facility in Owens Mills and um, 
it's very common that you will pass each other in the hallway, say hello. Um, you're, you're Facebook friends with some of the coaches and they check, check in on you and your family or shoot you a little email here and there. Everybody is so nice. Uh, it's a lot of really great personalities. Um, the only time we really interact with players is normally like at our, some of our events. Um, so when we were able to have events in person, we would have some of the guys come out and do some fan things for us and you get to know them a little bit that way. Um, but yeah, they kind of, I know people think I'm like so crazy when I talk about it, like they're just my coworkers, but that's the environment um, that we've created at Ravens and working with the fans is my favorite part of my job. Um, again, I think it's that communications major coming in that I could basically talk to a wall if I wanted. Um, but I love the interaction with the fans, especially on game day. It's that same electric feeling that you get. And um, I always say too, if we didn't have fans, I wouldn't have a job. So I'm super appreciative for our fans and any interaction that we get to have with them, whether it be, event or you know with the, the COVID situation a lot of things have been virtual and I've noticed though our fans are just really appreciative anything Ravens they show up for they are diehard they bleed purple and black um, and we are just are so grateful that we have a city that supports us and our fans that support us like they do. Now, Katie, you talked about, uh, you know, how we, how your work has changed as, as a result of COVID. Um, can you talk a, a little bit specifically about game day now uh, with the reduced number of fans? Are you involved in that or can you uh, can you give us any insight about what it's like for fans in this reduced uh, environment uh, of fewer fans yep. attending games? Mm-hmm. So. I'll start with the first couple games where we had zero fans and that was so weird. Um, I actually have like one small game day responsibility now, and it's actually pushing a button um, when we score that uh, sends up our Bud Light celebrators. Um, So if you guys have seen the game, there are those, awesome two men in the end zones um, sponsored by, by Bud Light. We've been having a lot of fun with them this season, um, but that is actually my job and my family and my friends think that's like so crazy that I'm actually just pushing a button, but that's what I'm doing. And, and that got me to game day. So I'm okay with it. Um, but yes, it, I have never just sat and watched the game during game day. I'm usually up running around, helping get promotions going. So it is very rare that I actually get to watch a game. So that part has been fun. Um, but it is eerie when you don't have any fans and we're allowed to pump in a little bit of crowd noise, but still it is nothing compared to what a game day would be like. And, um, we, I mean, it was, I think slowly we were able to have about two 200, 250 uh, family members, but even then it was pretty strict. Like there was requirements set on that. Um, And you didn't really notice that much of a difference on game day with that small group. But um, this past game against the Steelers, we had like 3,800, 4,000 fans, something like that. Um, And it was a world of a difference. Honestly, some of my, my coworkers, we were laughing at each other because the crowd noise actually kind of brought like a tear to your eye. Like it was so nice to feel somewhat a little bit normal. Um, because prior to that, you could hear every call. You could hear like conversations on the sideline. You, it was, it was just, it was weird. It was like, you know, normally the fans are producing all of this energy and you feel that, but it was vice versa where it's like, you've got 
the energy coming from the field and, and the little bit of noise you can hear from the players. So it was definitely a weird experience, um, but we were really appreciative to have our fans back. And I know the PSL members that were able to come, it meant the world to them. Um, unfortunately, the outcome wasn't what we wanted against the Steelers, but hopefully um, our next home game is on the 22nd. So hopefully, fingers crossed, things with the pandemic, um, you know, kind of subside eventually and, and we can have more fans come back. But we were very appreciative and the, the sound and the, the faces, everything was um, a welcomed um, experience for game day. Oh, that's uh, thank you, Katie. That, uh, you know, I'm going to think differently and, and look at that Bud Light, the Bud Light guys <laughs> and think, go, go mount when I see it go up there when the Ravens score. Uh, let's take a final break and we'll be uh, back in a moment to wrap up this edition of Live Significantly. The team behind our team is our dedicated Mount fans. Please visit mountathletics.com to check the schedules of your favorite teams and to learn more about our great student athletes. Go Mount! Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Katie, I'd like you to talk about who has given you the most motivation throughout your life. How have they encouraged you to live a life of significance? I would say definitely my family. Um, my parents were always super supportive. I am one of three, um, and my parents had us involved in everything growing up. I'm not really sure how they coordinated, kept it all straight, um, but they were definitely my biggest motivation. I can remember from a very small age, especially my father, very much instilling in me that you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up. And I just think that support is invaluable. Um, and I'm extremely appreciative, extremely appreciative, excuse me for that. Um, and knowing that no matter any success, failure, whatever in life, my family will always have my back. Um, and especially the life of a significance. Uh, I just, I don't know where I would be without my family and their constant support, pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Um, you know, even when during my career path, it was internship after internship after internship, and they just loved and supported me and whatever I needed and just you know, that extra positivity that I just knew I'm not going to fail. It's going to be okay. We can do this. Um, but that definitely came from, from my family. That's wonderful, Katie. And, uh, we all know family is so important and they, that it, and it's wonderful to hear that, uh, they're so important in your life. Uh, switching gears a little bit. Did you have any mentors, uh, here at the Mount that really inspired you? I did. So I thought about this one, um, because, for me, you know, being in school, I was really mentored by a lot of my coaches and my teammates. I thought that was kind of like the first thing that came to me. But then I also remembered um, that the program that we have set up for student athletes with their like academic um, athletic advisor. And I was like, oh, definitely wanted to give him a shout out. That was Kevin Robinson. And K-Rob and I are still close. Um, it has kind of come full circle. He was, you know, would be the person that 
that would check in on my grades and be like, oh, you've got a major test coming up. Like, have you studied? You good to go. And I like to report that I was a great student. So he didn't have to get on me too much about that. Um, but it's neat now because I will come back and um, teach some undergrad classes or present to those students kind of the way I worked myself up to my current position and, and what I would advise to those students. And I've also co-teached some of the master's classes with him under sports uh, management. And I'm also on that board. Um, that has been a lot of fun. And again, a little hands off right now because of COVID, um, unfortunately. But those are some of my favorite experiences, being able to come back and still in that way uh, contribute and help uh, the next generation of Mount graduates. And and we so appreciate when folks like you, our alums, uh, like you come back and do engage with our students and show them the way, show them uh, um, uh, your path to significance and also their, uh, help them, uh, guide them on their path. Um, and K-Rob is still awesome here. We're, we're lucky to have him. <laughs> <laughs> for the final question, I like to ask our guests, do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners and current students at the Mount? Yes, I would say... I always try to instill in anyone that I talk to, um, especially if they are looking to follow their dreams um, and pursue a career in sports. My biggest advice and wisdom is just, you know, it's definitely that hard work meets opportunity, the luck, whatever you want to call it. Um, any opportunity that you are given, and first and foremost, you just have to really put yourself out there. There are so many things I applied for that I would have never gotten. Um, and I even for the longest time kept a folder on my computer that was all rejection letters. But please just keep putting yourself out there. When you do get an opportunity, you know, don't let it slip by. Um, a lot of times with these internships, you might be like one of a dozen or one of 10, whatever. Um, but find a way and a good way to stick out Um always offer to go above and beyond just I always really push integrity um, and to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing even when you think people aren't watching because I've also learned that people are always watching um, and and really just just value yourself and um, and work hard and and all the all the right things are going to happen it's going to fall into place the timeline might not be ideal but stay motivated stay positive um, and and it, it'll happen I, I truly believe that yeah so so true you know hard work does create opportunities and we always have to maintain our integrity. Katie, that's, that's, uh, it's been wonderful talking to you today. And uh, unfortunately, that's all the hot time we have now. Thank you so much, Katie, for taking the time to talk with us about how you live a life of significance through hard work, dedication, and leadership. Be sure to visit the Mount's website at msmary.edu slash podcasts to learn more about how others are living a life of significance. Thank you, everyone, and go Mount.